Hello and welcome to the first ever Sizzlin' Arrow podcast where we learn how to cultivate, harvest, and prepare clean organic food. I am Paul Rhodes, host and founder of this podcast and the company known as Sizzlin' Arrow Outdoors. Today's show is simply just an introduction to what we are about, who we are, and what we are hoping to accomplish. You may be asking yourself, what is Sizzlin' Arrow Outdoors? We are your main guide to the cleanest, purest, organic foods available. We are able to provide this to you by building connections between farmers, hunters, and chefs around the country and passing along our knowledge, tips, experiences, and contacts to you so you can either grow, hunt, or purchase such produce meats, eggs, cheeses, and of course the list can go on and on with things that you can do for yourself with this information that we're going to be providing. We believe that no one should be dependent on genetically engineered and processed foods as their main food source. Now, people may turn to these type of foods whether it be because of the cost of the healthier options such as the organic produce and stuff because those can get pretty costly in the supermarkets whether it be due to convenience yeah i mean nothing's easier than going to buy a frozen meal or a uh, fast food drive-through meal or getting fried chicken from you know here we have bojangles those are really easy convenient ways to get the family fed no cleanup is just throw all the stuff in the trash when you're done that is very very tempting if if i can say the least the other thing that might drive people to do this is due to availability you know some places may not have consistent access to high quality organic style foods and i'm using the term high quality from a grocery store standpoint very loosely so you know you may think that well i just can't find it where i live well that's another reason why we're wanting to do what we're doing is to provide the connections for you to find local farmers and be able to grow your own produces and then be able to go out and harvest your own meats if that's something you choose to do to where you don't have to worry about the availability so much. Healthy eating can be affordable as I mentioned. It can be consistent too and convenient um, as long as you know how to grow it, harvest it, find it, and prepare it. That's like I said, that's why we're doing what we're doing and that's why we're here is to help individuals along with finding ways to eat healthy, make it convenient, have the connections and to learn how to do these things and be a little more independent. So let's talk about genetically engineered foods for a second. So GMO, I'm sure you've all heard that term quite a bit. So the definition of this is an organism whose genetic material has been altered using genetic engineering techniques. So simply put, this is not a natural process and it's fabricated through the restructure and fabrication of the genetics to make it either grow faster, bigger, um, have different looks, whatever. So it's not natural and we don't want to be putting that into our bodies. We may not be able to escape it 100%, but it's not something that we want to have as a consistent consumption. We definitely want to steer away from that as much as we possibly can. Genetically engineered and processed foods hold serious health risks to us and to our children. If you look at the obesity research by the CDC, uh, I pulled that up a little while ago and uh, took a glance at it. The number that I put in here is from the 2017 to 2018. 
numbers, the prevalence of obesity in adults was 42.4%, and the obesity prevalence in children uh, through the same time frame was 18.5%. So that's roughly 13.7 million children between the ages of 2 and 19 years of age that are overweight or obese. I can pretty much bet those numbers have a lot to do with poor eating habits or poor quality processed foods that are being consumed on a daily basis. This is a huge problem uh, in my opinion and if we don't do something or provide the knowledge to have something change, uh, things are only going to get worse in this field. I'll put the CDC link for the uh, numbers uh, in the description uh, of the podcast so if you want to take a look at that and do a little research on your own and just kind of take a look at the numbers you can definitely do that so I'll provide that. Uh, Besides the health benefits of what we do, uh, we also want to give the world a better understanding of what each industry is about and how we do and see things. Uh, it may be a little bit different than others in ways of how we approach our eating habits or how we think about certain things with the outdoors. So just different perspectives and we want to you know share those with everyone as well. To me, farming and ranching are the heartbeat of America. So with that being said, we really want to make sure that we maintain and keep these businesses afloat and running. And when I say, you know, farming and ranching, uh, I'm talking about mom and pop, family owned and operated farms and ranches, not corporate powerhouses. You know, there's a lot of those out there that are kind of running the agricultural industry right now, which are kind of leaving these smaller places struggling. So we definitely want to promote and help our small to medium farms. For decades, these hardworking individuals have nurtured, cultivated, and cared for the lands they use. They provide the best produce, cheeses, milk, meats, and other products for the consumers to enjoy. Many of these farms and ranches have been passed down generations and each family takes pride in working off the land. There's so much we can learn from these hardworking individuals and there's so much that we can do for them in return. We just need to know what what it is that we can do to help and be a little more knowledgeable about what they're struggling with and what they're going through for us to be able to help. We will connect with family operated farms and ranchers around the country to hear about their struggles, how we can help and learn a few things on how to cultivate, grow and care for the land ourselves. Just an example, you know really year after year it's becoming more and more difficult for many of these family-owned farms to stay afloat as I mentioned earlier whether it is uncooperative weather which you know we can't change that That, that's not in our control to uh, change inflated prices of feed fertilizer equipment and other goods needing to operate efficiently not to mention the cost of transportation bank notes lower sale prices to compete with the larger corporate organizations that are able to just mass produce a lot of these uh, large corporations are using the bioengineered or genetic engineering to make their produces and then also of course the inhumane practices of the meat markets we want these struggles to be known and provide connections that will help our small to medium farms grow and keep their generational businesses running for many more generations to come. These type of farms produce clean, honest food that is not filled with additive solutions or genetically modified in any way. Our small to medium farms are not going to poison us, plain and simple. Uh, They don't want to put anything into their food that they're not going to eat themselves. And really, they want the best for you because that's what's best for them. And it's 
really interesting to see how these farms work and how they take care of the land and it's, it's just something that needs to be brought up a little bit more. I've also noticed a few interesting uh, reads out there on the internet, a couple articles that I have come across uh, regarding these topics. I'll provide the links to those in the description of the podcast. That way you can go and read them uh, at your leisure. So I'm going to kind of switch over to the hunting aspect of the whole thing. Over the years, hunting to me has really gotten a bad reputation. People kind of look at hunters as those mean people that kill innocent animals. As with everything, you know, there are some people out there that do not do the right thing and that make everyone else look bad. I mean, this is in any industry that you're in. I feel that there is a huge misconception about hunting and what it really is about. So let me give you two reasons why I hunt. I hunt because the first one, first reason is to become closer to nature and feel a sense of my primitive state. And the other reason, uh, reason number two, is to produce clean organic meat for me and my family. When I harvest an animal and I bring it home, I bring them out of the woods, I bring it back to the house, I break it down, I butcher it myself, I package it myself. So this, I, I really know exactly what my family is eating and I take great pride on being capable and able to provide such high quality meat for them and for myself. Of course, there are other reasons why I hunt as well. Uh, We will get into that later on in different uh, podcasts. But these are really the two primary reasons for me, and I am sure I'm not the only one that hunts for these same reasons. Hunting also instills a sense of humility in everyone that does it. Mother Nature does not cater to anyone. You must do your homework, you must work hard, you must be patient, but also persistent uh, when you're out in the field if you want to be successful. Another thing that really draws me to hunting is that there's no instant gratification or participation trophies when you're in the mountains, woods, or fields. You can't just show up and have things happen. You must put in the time and effort to be able to earn your reward. And in this case, the reward would be fresh organic meat for your family as soon as you bring down the animal that you are pursuing. Besides being a source of quality meat and providing life lessons, hunting also provides a large portion of the conservation dollars that go into our public lands and parks around the country. It helps maintain healthy animal herds and keeps them from overpopulation, which could lead to starvation and disease for the animals, and helps support our farmers and ranchers from having destroyed crops from deer and pigs, missing livestock from predators, and it also provides additional income uh, for our property owners through property leases. If executed properly and done in a respectful, ethical manner, uh, which all hunting should be, hunting can provide a large number of benefits to you, the country's farmers, the culinary world, and our state parks and wilderness areas. So finally, we're going to go ahead and get into the culinary world and how this kind of all ties together. This is where our clean food really comes together, literally. Everything, just got to put it together somehow so you can eat it. So uh, this is where the culinary comes in. If you have the cleanest, freshest food at your fingertips, but can't put them together to taste amazing on a plate, well, kind of screwed. Granted, these types of foods don't need a whole lot of added flavors or seasonings to them to make them taste good, which, you know, lucky for us. But you do need to know how to prepare them properly to get the most enhanced flavor from them. This is where our chefs come in. 
We want to provide the expertise of how to prepare dishes, meats, vegetables, and other ingredients that make the most out of your meals. As with the others, we will have interviews with chefs around the country to discuss their take on farming, hunting, and what they do to support these other industries and how they prepare such foods. There you have it. That really sums it all up of what Sizzlin' Arrow Outdoors is all about and what this uh, podcast is about and what we're looking to accomplish. For right now, uh, just kind of what you can expect, I'm planning to do at least one interview show a month covering one of the three uh, industries each month. So uh, whether that's hunting, farming, or culinary, we'll have interviews with uh, experts or professionals from each one of those industries uh, on a monthly basis, kind of a rotating schedule. Also with that, uh, kind of the framework for that, I'll be posting the show at the end of each month uh, with the first one being October 31st on Halloween. We will also have a bi-weekly Just for Thought show, which will be posted on the first and third Friday of each month. That one will probably start the third Friday of October, uh, just to give me a little bit of time to kind of get everything up and rolling. This is where I discuss different topics on these industries and give my opinions on how we can improve, help, and learn from them. Should be a lot of good content on there, and as I'm doing today, I'll uh, include links and stuff of some of the write-ups that I found. Thank you very much for tuning in today listening i really am looking forward to sharing this important journey with all of you and i look forward to helping our local farms increase profitability uh, improving the outlook on our multi-generational heritage we call hunting improving the health of others uh, by eating right and teaching and learning how to cultivate harvest and prepare the cleanest most organic foods around if you feel like this podcast will provide value to you or you find that what we stand for and what we're trying to accomplish is interesting you know, please make sure you subscribe and share this with your friends and follow uh, what we are doing going forward. Thank you again for listening and uh, be well and we'll see you back here the third Friday of October. Thanks guys.